You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama. I'm Phil Williams, and this is Right Side Radio. The time is 4.07, and we are literally doing what we said we'd do. We're staying solid, conservative, and yeah, we're just plain right. So thank you for staying in with the show. We're going to get to a friend of mine on the line here in a minute, but I want to, first of all, just remind you guys, you've probably been hearing the ads, but, but every once in a while there's a company you come across that you recognize, man, these guys got it going on. And, and my friends at ZLA Solutions, they are one of those companies. They are putting people to work everywhere in this state. ZLA Solutions, you can find them at ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs posted right now if you're, if you're needing work, but they are also a company that will come into your business and help you with your staffing, your headhunting. They'll help you with handling your logistics and management. They like to say ZLA Solutions doesn't make it. They just make it better. So ZLA Solutions, you can find them at ZLAUSA.com. Well, folks, we've got a guy on the line with us that, uh, that, that, that I've just gotten really fond of here in the last year or so. Uh, Scott Stantis is going to be joining us now. He's a political cartoonist, and I like to say he's a political cartoonist extraordinaire. He's uh, syndicated in over oh. 400 news outlets nationally. Uh, he's the president of the American Association of Editorial Cartoonists. Uh, he's done radio time himself. He was even nominated for an Emmy, or the show he was on was nominated for an Emmy. I like to kid him because, you know, the reality is he was nominated, but Mar- uh, Governor Cuomo got an Emmy. What does that tell you? But anyway, he and his <laughs> wife, Janine, moved back to Alabama. They have two sons. My friend, cartoon god, Scott Stantis. How you doing, Scott? <laughs> so thanks for having me. Congratulations on the show. This is great. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm loving it. They gave me a microphone. Did they know what they were doing when they gave Phil Williams a microphone? Well, they're, they're, gonna go, they're about to find out. <laughs> Actually, uh, Charlene's here in studio with me, and she was shaking her head no. They did not know what they were doing when they gave me a microphone. <laughs> hey, Scott. Your wife is there, and she's giving you nothing but support. That's just lovely. All supportive, brother. No no corrective feedback. I never get anything from her except just attaboys. That's all, all it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Unless I bo- totally and absolutely believe you. Hey, hey, listen, uh, you, you, listen, folks, if you have not seen Scott's work, I mean, I know you can find him on Twitter, uh, at Scott Stantis, that's S-T-A-N-T-I-S, but, uh, Scott, you've been doing political cartooning for a while. Uh, you spent a lot of time here in, you know, in, in Alabama before you went to Chicago mm-hmm. up there in the, the world, you know, the dark side right now, but, um, <laughs> g- give us, no give us some background. How'd you get into political cartooning of all things? I was actually a pre-law major in college because, you know, America needs another lawyer. Uh, Hey, hey, hey. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love lawyers, really. Um, No, but I I was actually going to go into politics. That was my, that was the the, the career I had decided on. The cartoonist on the uh, college paper was awful. And I walked in there because, you know, I'm me. I'd always like to draw. I said, can I get a shot? They said, yes. The cartoon ran the next week. And I fell in love. And um, interestingly, I met my wife that same month. So I guess my well, my month. brain was open to love. Yes, apparently the creative side of you was expressing itself, and Janine was attracted to that, and there you are. Um, there but, we are. But, so, yeah, I've been married for 42 years later. It's uh, still working out. So, yeah, so I worked on a number of papers. Uh, my favorite, of course, was the Birmingham News. Um, remember that? It was ink on paper. It's a very quaint idea. Perhaps you're young enough or old enough to remember 
ink on paper, stubby pencils, and all of that. Yes, I just uh, you know, <laughs> but but so you 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 you've also done not just like the occasional not occasional but the, but the but the sort of the hitting the moments you know hitting the the news of the day, but you've also had. Um, I don't forgive me if I'm using the wrong term, wrong terms of art, but strips, you know, recurring strips or comic strips. Oh, comic strip, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and, and, have one and now so, called Prickly City. That's yeah, Prickly about, City. Uh, I love that one. Thirty papers. Uh, and, and, and that one's uh, so it deals yeah, with check, issues check too, it doesn't go it? Go to uh, gocomics.com and go to prickly gocomics.com slash prickly city, and you're you're find the strip. But I also worked at the Chicago Tribune for ten years, um, and when that tenure was over, and that was my decision. Uh, Janine and I could have moved anywhere in the world, and we decided to move back to Alabama. Um, we just loved it so much, and we have friends and family here, and it's a great state, and I can't imagine living anywhere else. Well, and we're glad you're here, uh, in all honesty. Um, but let me ask you this. I mean, so you've seen politics everywhere, brother, and you, and so you've, oh, yeah. you've editorialized it in ink, and, 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 and so you have your own version of speaking into the issues, but but you've been, you were in Chicago and like I watch right now. And to me, uh, mayor Lightfoot is like watching a character out of the walking dead. She's just something about her just kind of creeps me out as both a conservative and, and everything. But, but what was it like editorializing Chicago politics? <laughs> well, I actually endorsed, I mean, I, we, I was on the editorial board at the Chicago Tribune and we endorsed, um, Lori Lightfoot. And it's like it, watching it over the last two years now, it's like watching a big bowl of buttermilk just, hanging outside, you know, it gets all leafy and moldy and weird. It didn't turn out quite the way you expected it to. Um, <laughs> she has been a catastrophe. Um, the other thing is uh, President Biden was up there today giving a speech. And just just a side note, he, he spoke at Crystal Lake, which would be very similar to saying if someone asked someone, you know, where are you from? I said, I'm from Col- if they're actually from Coleman, but they say, I'm from Huntsville. Crystal Lake is two hour, you know, like an hour and a half drive. Anyway, it drives me crazy when people do that. Chicago politics are the worst of Democratic one party rule. Um, do you, I can I can tell you why, and I, I, some, something as simple as this: the, the new police chief for Chicago, relatively new police chief. You've heard of the violence that's outbreaking there. Sixty people were shot this weekend. Sixty six zero. I'm not making that number up. That's like Mogadishu um, numbers. How does, this, how does this happen? Well, the police chief is, uh, continues to say it's the courts there. Now you say, okay, how can it be the courts? The courts are political appointments. Stay with me, on with, stay with me kids. Wow. Pol- the courts are political, <laughs> yeah, political appointments. appointments. So we literally have appointments in Chicago where I swear on my head of my children, that that lawyer, I'm making air quotes, which are always good radio, <laughs> these lawyers got their degrees from the back of a matchbook that said, draw the pirate. <laughs> and, they get a, and, they get appointed to, and they get appointed to be judges. And so then they see an African-American standing in front of them, and they say, well, we're not going to let that happen. Here's a very sad example. And then I'll, then I'll let you talk, Phil. I'm sorry. But very briefly, um, there was a horrible crime, terrible crime. Nine-year-old, beautiful boy walking home from school, tempted into it, was, was tempted into it by candy or uh, into an alley and was executed. True story. The, the, the monster 
who pulled the trigger had been uh, in front of a judge four times on gun charges. Four times. And had not served a single hour in prison. That's why this is happening in Chicago. Yeah. Because they're not enforcing the laws of the land there. And it, it, so when the police chief of Chicago says it's the court's fault, guess what, Phil? It's the court's fault. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. And, you know, it's also demoralizing uh, for the uh, men and women in, in blue who uh, do what they can and put themselves in harm's way, going, you know, doing hard things in hard places to actually arrest someone only to see them on the street before they even get back to their beat. Um, and, and not and to mention, not to mention, you have a crowd of people in the city council crying for defunding them. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly, and it's and it's it's craziness. But you're you're so you're in Alabama now. I mean, um, obviously we're not oh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, and so we're 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 back here in uh, in the free republic of Alabama. But yet we got our issues, and you've had uh, you've had plenty of stuff to. To, to draw since you r- arrived back in Alabama, been working with the Alabama Policy Institute where you and I got to know each other. And uh, you've provided some um, editorial commentary through your art uh, to us uh, on several pieces. Um, what, do you, what do you see in here? And we got, by the way, we got about a minute and a half where we go to the first break and I'm going to ask you to hang on. But uh, what do you, what do you oh, see sure. in here? I mean, do you, does, it, is it, does it air cleaner or, or do you still see some of the same issues <laughs> just in different form? When I first told people in Chicago, I'm, they said, where are you going? I said, I'm going back to Alabama. And they cringed. I go, you know, I said, you know what? Our governor left office, our Speaker of the House, and the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court all were thrown out of office. You know, you know why that's a good thing? Because we actually have an ethics laws in the state that we enforce. And you know what those, what those crimes, if those guys had done that up in Illinois, you know what that would have gotten them, Phil? Reelected. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So yes, the air is cleaner, the water purer, the grass is greener. I um <laughs> Alabama is awesome. You know, we had the whole situation with uh Governor Robert Bentley while I was still serving in the state senate. And I, and I knew Robert Bentley personally and and uh, and I had opportunities to uh to to get to know him personally. And it was it was a shame to see what happened uh with his life and with his tenure in office. And 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 you know, no comment either way here. Uh, I'm just saying it was messed up. Let's put it that way. It was messed up. Uh and it was pretty much a self-inflicted wound. But when he left office, the, you know, all the, the Kyle Whitmires and, and, and the folks like that who, were, who just want to lampoon everything, my, my point to them was, hey, look at this. That was actually the Republican Party cleaning up its own mess. Thank you very much. Show yeah. me where else in the nation yes. they're doing that. Show me where else in the yes, nation they're, they're literally saying, uh, we're not going to let you be the presiding figure over our party's politics, and, and we're going to clean things up ourselves. I mean, if that had been a Democrat – uh, led um, uh, legislature trying to remove a Republican governor. You know, everybody going, "Oh yeah, I get it." No, no, it was Republicans on Republicans, and 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 it was it was tough, man. I was the one who was tasked with actually writing the impeachment procedures for the Senate, and I did, and oh. and it was painful because up to that point, yeah, it must have been. Uh, I had actually had a very positive relationship with Governor Bentley. But hey, man, listen, we are uh, we're up against a, what I call a soft break. We're going to go ahead and uh, begin to move towards that copper. Um, but uh, I want you to hang on through the break, man, if you would, please. And uh, we're going to come back Absolutely. and talk more with my buddy Scott Stantis, the cartoon god uh, who uh, does <laughs> oh. great things, uh, editorializing with his artwork. 
Hey, folks, if you have not heard, ZLA Solutions is putting people back to work left and right. If you need more information about how to find a job, how to get a job, how to find more people to work your jobs, go to ZLAUSA.com. It is so worth your time. Phil Williams, 419, Right Side Radio. We are solid, conservative, and just playing right, and we'll be right back. AM 92.5 FM WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama. Hey, listen, this is Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. We like to say we are solid conservative and just plain right. We've been uh, diving into the issues today, talked a lot about cancel culture. We've talked a lot about uh, state politics. We've talked about people running for U.S. Senate. We're going to have another interview here in a moment. Uh, we got a phone call coming from Congressman Mo Brooks in just a few minutes. And I'm going to finish up with my buddy Scott Stantis. But before I do that, let me just tell you guys, listen, if you're not aware of it, there are there are tax breaks and incentives and, and cash opportunities for your business that you may not even know exist. And my friends at etaxbreaks.com, etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side can tell you all about it. And, and they don't get paid unless they find you something. So literally go check them out, etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. See if your business qualifies for cash it did not even know was out there waiting simply because of who you've hired or where you chose to locate your business. Hey, my buddy Scott Stantis is on the phone. I've called him a cartoon god. He is, um, he is uh, literally uh, a nationally syndicated political cartoonist. I, th- I, think, I think the phrase of art, brother, is what is it, editorial cartoonist? Is that what y'all call yourselves? That's what I call myself. <laughs> okay. So, well, then, yeah. <laughs> so, so basically you identify as an editorial cartoonist. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> okay. Yes, I identify uh, as an editorial cartoonist. Okay. And well, hey, editorial cartoonist. Yeah. Okay. Hey, l- let me ask you a question. Um, y- you've had a um, you've had a broad view of state politics for a while. Uh, you've seen um, a number of things through different tenures. You- you've been around when there were you know, we, you, I think you were here what back during the Siegelman days were you or is that when you were in Chicago? Um, I was here just before. The, I was here with during the Fob James days when I I, I, mean, I yeah. came up with Tinker Fob. Oh man. God, you had some good ones. Well, hey, listen, I, let me ask you this, though. Now that you're back, you've had a chance. You've actually done some lampooning here and there of uh, Governor Kay Ivey on, on some of the issues. <laughs> Do you think that she's going to have a um, – is she going to draw a, a, an actual uh, opponent, like somebody who's going to take her to the mat? I don't know. I mean, I, that depends on the candidate. but I, I hope so. For – for, for a very practical reason, I really think that you have to be challenged in, in anything that you do, and that you have to, ju- especially an office as, as important as the governorship of Alabama. So, you know, when she does things like doesn't call the legislature in during COVID for almost a year, um, yeah. stuff like that that just makes you more, you know, the, the, the gas tax, um, things like that that kind of, that don't kind of, that do fly in the face of conservatives like myself, like you, like your listeners. Um, I, I think that you have to have a challenge. And I think that's, I think it's essential. I, I, I would agree. So with whether that. or fact, not I, who, who that is, how that transpires, you know, who knows? Yeah. I, I, in my opening monologue in the first hour, um, 
I talked about the fact that uh, the Democrat Party in Alabama is still in somewhat, I don't want to say in total disarray because their leadership has changed in the last couple of years. And, and I have great respect for Representative Chris England, who is the chairman of the Democrat Party in Alabama. But they're, they're, they're eating their, their, their own right now again. They're back in court still fussing over who gets to be in charge. And, and as long as the Democrat Party remains in some form of disarray, the Republicans have no reason to feel challenged and they get fat and lazy. And and the same right. be and true, the legislatures though, too. I mean, API just yeah. came out. The Alabama Policy Institute just we issued the um, I call it a report card um, this week. And oh gosh, I'm trying to remember exactly what the numbers were. Um, Thirty. Uh, what was it? Only forty-seven scored eighty percent or above to earn a green rating. I mean, out of the whole hundred and forty members that's of the a legislature. Wake up call. Yeah, it is. We only had four senators scored a hundred. We only had uh, 10 representatives out of 105 that scored 100. Um, and, and yeah, and, and so that accountability is huge. It, it should give them pause. And, and, it, and it, we, should also, we should also see a, a real challenge to Governor Ivey, not because Governor Ivey can't run the office, but because no one holding that position should uh, be an unopposed incumbent. It, it's, it's too important I for them to be more. unchallenged, like you said. I, I just wow. yeah, it's it, and it's crazy. I, I, it breaks my heart to see a Democratic Party that's not doing well, and and I'll tell you why. Because I, I, that debate is so essential that if you know they're they're you know fussing at each other about who runs the party versus having an actual viable party, then the Republican Party and listen, the same thing happens up in Illinois where they're you know it's, it's completely flopped where the Democrats control everything. And the Republican Party is, is marginalized and, and eating its young. Strong, it's, it's, vibrant it's, political debate. Why do we oppose policies of the National Democratic Party? Because they're bad for the country and they're bad for business and they're bad for families. The same should hold true here, but we don't have that debate right now. And, I, and that's why when I say I miss a, Demo- a viable Democratic Party in Alabama, I'm not going to vote for them. <laughs> but I do like having that kind of debate. Yeah, man. And if we hey, do great having you on, we're going to have to have it in the Republican Party. Yeah, and Scott, thanks for what you do. I love your work. And uh, Charlene sitting here, oh, she thanks, says, "Hey, man. thanks, man." But uh, four twenty nine, right side radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. You just heard my friend Scott Stantis. We're going to come back in a minute with Congressman Mo Brooks. Listen, we're going to keep covering the issues. We're going to hopefully inspire you to be able to say, "Not on my watch." And, and if, if I've got some right-side ruffians out there that want to get in the mix, if I've got some policy warriors that want to know more, if I've got people who will say not on my watch listening to this show, we are your voice. You are not alone. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs> 